business jargon. There's just no getting away from it. Whether you're an owner or a part of a management team making decisions, jargon is not something you can escape. And two particular words, two particular bits of jargon that I'm going to go through today are assets and liabilities. I'm going to go through what assets are, what liabilities are, how we can recognize them and why they're so important and why they're so powerful in terms of understanding them for your business. You're listening to the I Hate Numbers podcast with Mahmood Reza. The I Hate Numbers podcast mission is to help your business survive and thrive by you better understanding and connecting with your numbers. Number loving care is what it's about. Tune in every week. Now here's your host, Mahmood Reza. Hi, folks. My name is Mahmood. I'm the founder, director of the accounting firm, I Hate Numbers, and also the financial storytelling platform, Numbers Know How. My mission over the last 27 plus years with the thousands of businesses that I've helped is to increase financial understanding, to help win more battles than one loses between what goes on between our two earlobes. Also, to help businesses make more money, save time and tax, and have the businesses they aspire to. That's a pretty good objective, if I do say so myself. Let's crack on with the video. Now, the idea of assets are they satisfy and they've got three essential ingredients mixed in with them. Number one, they are fundamentally a resource that is owned or controlled by the business. Number two, that we are likely to get benefits from having that particular resource. Number three, we can put a number, we can actually measure what the value of those particular benefits are. That's the first three things that we need to take on board for assets. The liabilities, I'm not a big fan of that particular term myself, but essentially liabilities are debt, monies that are owed to outside parties. So with those starting definition here, and we're gonna dive deeper as well, let's think about assets and let's think about liabilities. And to help us, what we're gonna do, we're gonna dive in deeper and we're gonna take the example of a restaurant. Now, with a restaurant, it needs to make sure before it can start selling food to its customers, before it can start generating profits, which is the name of the game, it needs an establishment. It needs a property of some description. So let's assume it's a restaurant that's got people coming in to dine. So what it needs, it needs cooking equipment. It needs microwaves. It needs ovens. It needs a cooker. It needs the whole kitchen kitted out here. Now, those assets, those resources that it has, are there for the purpose of actually making the food, preparing the food, and providing that wonderful dining experience. Now, also, it's all very well having a beautifully designed kitchen, but you also need to make sure you've got food that you can prepare and sell on to your diners. So the restaurateur will go out and buy ingredients, and with those ingredients, they will transform those into a meal ready to be eaten by their diners. Now, those two, that lump of things that we've just described, those kitchen equipment, the food ingredients here, they are called assets. That's a nice generic umbrella term describing all of them. Now, more particularly, if we want to dive a little bit deeper here, those group of assets can be subdivided into two groups. Now, that's what will we do with accountants. We always like to classify and we like to put things into buckets. Now, those two groups that we're going to have, the ones that we tend to hang on to, the ones that are permanent within our business that we tend to retain to help us generate the value, to help generate the profits, are called fixed assets. 
Now, the idea of fixed assets is not that it actually bolted to the floor, but they're actually there to be kept within our business here. So the cookers, the microwaves, the ovens, all the kitchen equipment that we've got will be classified as fixed assets. Now, what we generate value from is the preparation of the food and providing that to our customer. So the raw ingredients, all the ingredients that go into our meal are called assets by all means, but they're also called current assets. And the whole idea of current assets is they transfer into cash eventually. So when we sell our meals to our customers, they will either pay us for cash, always nice to hear that, nice to see. Cash is an asset, but it's called a current asset. Now, it may be that we've got some outside diners, we've got some commercial customers, and we may be selling food to them outside catering, but they will want credit terms, and it might be they pay our bills after 30 days. Now, those customers who owe us money, even though we've sold them the food, even though we've done the actual service preparation and delivered the food to them, are also called current assets. And specifically, they're called debtors. And what is it about accountants? If one word exists, we like to invent others. So if you hear the word debtors or accounts receivable, it's the same idea. So now we've got a bunch of assets. We've broken them down into two broad categories. We've got those fixed assets. And we've also got our current assets. Now, if we think outside of that, different industries will have different things. So a motor dealership, for example, will have a showroom. That showroom will be classified as a fixed asset. That's there to display the car, things it's got like the countertops, all the reception area, all the items in there, the lighting, etc., will also be part of the fixed assets of that business. All businesses largely will have fixed assets. Some will have more than others. So typically in manufacturing, telecommunications, transportation, the level of fixed assets will be far greater. Most businesses will have current assets as well. So even if you've got money in the bank, money in the bank is a current asset. You're going to have it in there. You're going to dip into it and you're going to use it. So that's the assets that we've taken care of. Now, what about the liabilities? Now, liabilities are represented by debt. So where we owe monies to somebody else, those are classified generically as liabilities. Forget about common English, forget about what you might say in conversation. We're entering the world of accounting and finance here. So we have a slightly different take on the words that we're using. Now, when we look at liabilities, liabilities, where it's money owed, can be a whole bunch of them. It could be loans that you borrowed. It could be higher purchase agreements. It could be leases on vehicles and machinery that you've obtained. It could also be bank overdrafts. It could be money that you owe to your suppliers for goods and services that you procured. Now, within those liabilities, we also break those down into groups. And the two groups are long-term. And in the world of finance and accounting, long-term is classified as any debt that has to be paid back after more than 12 months. So typically, a mortgage could be classified as a long-term liability. Come back to the mortgage in a moment. Loans, HP agreements and the like will all be classified as long-term liabilities. But just pause on that for a moment here and think about the payments that we've got to make in the next 12 months. Now, current liabilities, by the way, are short-term. And in the world of finance and accounting, a short-term debt, a short-term liability is anything that has to be paid within 12 months of the end of your period of time. So typically, when you buy goods from a supplier, the supplier may give you 30 days, 60 days, whatever those credit terms are, that represents a current liability. If you don't pay them back within that 12 months, 
then there's going to be some very interesting conversations taking place between you and your supplier. And in the worst case scenario, they're going to get very upset and they're either going to stop supplying you or take you to court or both of them. Bank overdrafts would also be classified as current liabilities, monies that you owe to your staff, unpaid wages, monies that you owe to any supplier, for example, accounting services that haven't been paid. Those are also classified as current liabilities. Now, let's go back to this idea of the mortgage and the loan. Now, if you take out a mortgage on a property, weirdly, the mortgage itself it could be a 25-year mortgage. And typically, the mortgage company will want something paid back from you within the next 12 months. So the next 12 months worth of repayments are current. The remaining 24 years of that mortgage term becomes a long-term liability. If you think about the property that we mentioned earlier on, the property, the physical thing itself, is an asset, more specifically a fixed asset. We've obtained that by way of a mortgage, and we've got, therefore, a long-term and a current liability as a result. Now, within the context of assets, by the way, assets aren't always physical. You can't always see them. You can't pick them up. You can't touch them, and you can't see them. For those that you can physically see, touch, feel, those are called tangible assets. And we've got things like vehicles, PC equipment, machinery, plant. Those are all generically described as fixed assets. Now, intangible assets are things like goodwill on a business that you buy, could be copyrights, trademarks, patents, intellectual property. Those are all examples of intangible fixed assets. So folks, why does it matter? Well, the name of the game is, if we imagine a seesaw and you've got assets on one side, you've got liabilities on the other hand, ideally, you always want more assets than you've got liabilities. Imagine yourself as a, an individual householder. If you look around you and you add up the value of your house, all your furnishings, your fittings, money in the bank account, top them all up, hopefully you've got more items of value, i.e. your assets, than you have got debt, i.e. money owed to people, credit card, overdrafts, loans, and the like. Now, in the context of a business, the more profit that you make, the value of the assets go up, good news, the less your liabilities are, so the more you can pay down debt, then the bigger the value of your business will be on paper, which is what we all want if we're in business. Remember, the name of the game in our business is making profits, generating value as much to reward ourselves, but also so we can continue to deliver our why and we can thrive, let alone survive. So folks, I hope you found this useful. So the thing about the idea of assets and liabilities, have a route around your own business and identify what do you have in your business that is an asset, what do you have in your business that represents a liability? I'd love to hear your feedback. Folks, until then, happy counting. We hope you enjoyed this episode and appreciate you taking the time to listen to the show. We hope you got some value. If you did, then we'd love it if you shared the episode. We look forward to you joining us next week for another I Hate Numbers episode. Hold up. 